Welcome to episode 150 of Nobody Special. In this episode, we talk about the power of positive thinking in our family in Christ. The Gospel Outpost presents Nobody Special. Hey everyone, welcome to Nobody Special, to Nobody's Talking About the Somebody Who Matters. I'm Danny, the host and social media positivity influencer, specialist of Nobody Special. And I'm Caleb, we're the host of Nobody Special. This is the podcast where two generations of people are looking to find God in pop culture, politics, and everything in between, all while not taking any of it too seriously. Caleb, I wanted to kick off this episode, we're just going to jump in. Yes. I wanted to kick off this Let's episode with two subjects that you and I are so grossly underqualified to talk about. Right. Um, and that mm. is, of course, rap and sports. Okay. I know rap. I know the hip-hop. <laughs> I'd say keep going, but I feel like the more we keep going, it's just going to get dangerous. Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> Kendrick Lamar. Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, the rap community has always been known for fiscal responsibility right uh, they don't tend to fiscal? blow money on on what does that mean? M- uh well monetary purchases okay yeah they don't tend to blow money on things they definitely don't need but um mm. keeping up well you know bucking that trend we have a little uzi vert who i saw this as a story and i was like that can't that can't be true at all. It Who turns, is a little Uzi Vert? He you is a rapper. Music? Do I know any of his music? I'm going to go with no. Lil Uzi Vert. Uh, Lil Uzi Vert. He's done... Um, Louis Vert. The song people Lewis would know Vert. him best. No, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> don't know. Don't even know how to pronounce half of that. But he's a relatively well-known... Rapper by, I would say, not me. Uh, so he decided after watching the cartoon, or I've heard it was from watching the cartoon Naruto. Granted, anime is something I do know something about. So, like, that's where we can bridge this gap here. Uh, and, and there's a character who has a gemstone in their head, in right. their forehead. Yeah. And he decided that looks pretty dope. And so he. <sighs> say it. Say it out loud. I can't. Uh, got a, a gemstone placed inside of his forehead. Not inside. It's poking out a little bit. Essentially pierced into his forehead. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know what's going on anymore. It um, And it costs $24 million. Wow, that's pretty good, you know? All things considered. <laughs> so, like... There's a debate on tattoos, and it's been covered on this program before, that, you know, tattoos can actually be a God-honoring thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This one crossed the line, though, right? I mean, like, right? Like, this one... This one crossed the line, right? Right? It looks so weird. And it then does look some, weird. And then at some point, because, uh, because it got infected, because of course it would, yeah. why would you not... Like he's he he posted a picture of him saying, "I have to get this taken out or I'm going to die." I'm like, yeah, yeah, man. Did it, he get it taken out? Yeah. So for a while he had just like a hole where the gemstone was, and that was probably nastier. Um, put up the picture. Do we want to put up the picture so the world can see what we're looking at? I guess. Put up the picture, editor. If you're on YouTube, you can check it out. Uh huh. Um. Yeah. What? Why? Why? It's very why? disturbing. I mean, he also. I mean, it reminds me of Vision. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Those memes are actually um, running yep. rampant right now. Where him next to Thanos. Yeah. No. This. This has happened a lot. A lot of Vision memes going on. Um, for putting a gemstone in his forehead. There's pictures of Thanos. Yep. Taking it out of his head. Just a lot That's of that. That's great. Uh-huh. So That's like, great. Not really sure what he thought was going to happen, putting a gemstone in his head. But, you know, why not? Yeah, it's definitely an interesting choice. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why you'd ever do that. But, you know. Right. If you got the money. 
You do better things with it. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not going to try and just twenty-four this. million dollars. I mm-hmm. wonder how much. I like transferring money into like, like thinking about how much time and effort it put they put in to make twenty-four million dollars. Yeah, I wouldn't. And how it was just lost for uh, a gemstone well, implantation. I don't think he has twenty-four million dollars. You don't think so? No, there is a a rap and hip hop cultural thing of you have to give the appearance of wealth in order to make money. So I'm not I'm not even sure he has twenty four million dollars just like available to spend. I think it was a flex. I wouldn't be surprised if he did. Because I mean, at a bare minimum, we're talking about it now. Yep. And like. We this is what he wants. We don't know who Little Uzi Vert is. We fell Vert for the is. trap, Danny. We did. We played his we're mind We're promoting games. Little Uzi Vert. Nah, I wouldn't call what we're doing promoting it. We've said some pretty harsh things hey, so far. all news is good news. No, no, that's not no, true at that's all. No, that's not the saying. What is it? All, oh, all press is good press. Also, I would disagree with that a little bit, but <laughs> was not the case for Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> hey. It depends on the lens you're looking through. Harvey Weinstein's career lens. But, oh, yeah, super bad. <laughs> no, I'm talking... I mean, you're talking about me, though. Yeah. We're, not for Harvey Weinstein. Not but. for Harvey Weinstein. Of course not. Um, and then also, sport, sports ball. Yes, the Super Bowl. The season finale of football. Is Sunday. Sunday, yep. The second thing we Can really you believe don't... It? We've waited all this time. No. And it all has come to this. The finale. And the grand the hurrah. Okay, there we are. <laughs> here's why I can't believe it. Because it's Tampa Bay Bucks versus Kansas City Chiefs. Why can't you believe it? Because it's Tampa Bay Bucks versus Kansas City Chiefs. It's like, yeah, 2020 was wild, wasn't it? These are the two teams that have made it to the Super Bowl. Don't mind me choking on my coffee yet. Yeah. Oh, God, and burping. Oh, goodness. Podcast. <laughs> Part, podcast poison. Really turn your volume up if you want to hear some ASMR. It's not often you get to hear choking ASMR. Just a little ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Is that what you mean by Bucks? Tampa Bay Buccaneers or is it are Bucks heading to the like, Super Bowl. Is it Bucks like an animal? or No, Buccaneers. You okay. were right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The fact that Tampa you're asking Bay Bucks, that, that'd it, be kind of cool, right? But then, why would they do with all their pirate themes already? Or just bucks? Like, I feel like that would be the dopest football, uh, like animal. Like, just like the antlers would be so cool. You know, you got dolphins, you got jaguars, oof, panthers. Panthers. It's just an animal motif we have going on here. And then there's pirates. <laughs> and the chiefs. We have pirates versus Indians is what we have for... Arr. Right. Don't make... The <laughs> yeah. don't. I thought it in my head and I was like, I can't like, say that. Like, we're not... I'm about to get canceled We're not going to get canceled for something stupid. We're going to get canceled for something <laughs> intentional. No, all right. All right. So as far as just like <laughs> the, the things I'm concerned getting canceled about, I would... Rather it be because of things I actually feel deeply about right. instead of just like throwaway <laughs> jokes of I made an Indian noise to talk about the Kansas City Chiefs and and now no one listens to our podcast anymore. Uh, Even my mom stopped l- listening. She Correction, wasn't listening. she wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, uh, this just. So who are you rooting for? Yeah, sure am. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the commercials, right? Yeah. Um, Amen, brother. We a few few friends and of mine and I are actually getting together to play uh, board games during the Super Bowl, and I think we're turning on the Super Bowl as a background noise, kind of perfunctory. Uh, I, you know, I'm I'm obliged to have it on because we're gathering on Sunday on Super Bowl Sunday and bringing snacks. Could you imagine? I'm actually curious. What if one one year they made Super Bowl pay per view? I wonder how much money they'd make. Like Gosh. if the whole finale of Gosh. football, and they're like, actually, you have to pay 30 bucks to watch it. Gosh, I don't know. 
I just gave them ideas. They're going to listen to this podcast and be like, man, that kid's right. They do have an exclusive contract. Millions. Uh, at, billions. I, mean, I think it's for the, the the next few years, but it's through CBS. Mm. So it can be streamed through uh, their sports page or um, through their app, CBS All Access. And I, and I saw that and thought, nice try, CBS. I'm still not buying your streaming service uh, because I have enough already. I have HBO, yeah. Netflix, Hulu. Yeah, Disney Plus. You could have borrowed my HBO, bro. Yeah, I forgot. I know. Yeah. Now you have your own. You can still cancel it. I did. Well, it's literally no, just me on there. I can't. You can't? No, because I. I get it for free, too. I'm not even paying for it. I know, but I saved money by prepaying. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Hey, well, when it's up, I got oh, your back. Oh, I can't. Thank you. <laughs> I, I like how we're discussing that. like our subscriptions everyone, everyone on just, the podcast. Just like tune just out pause. for a minute. You're good. Hit pause. Don't hit pause. I'll just prolong this moment. Um, no, I mean there, there's a lot of streaming services out there, and I mean the OG is of course a YouTube, and a YouTube. So so a bit kind of behind the curtain on this show is we we try and talk about God in pop culture, politics, and everything in between. And um, I don't know if. Uh, if y'all have seen politics over the past uh, month, it's, it's pretty, it's, it's pretty stupid. Mm-hmm. It's pretty stupid. And so Caleb and I are like, "Hey, do you want to talk about this?" And there's kind of a brief pause, and both of us go like, "No, no. Uh, <laughs> we don't want to talk about that." Uh, so then that that gives us to pop culture, and there's no movies out. Actually, movies are starting to come back out. Golden Globes just have all. I think it was Golden Globes have all their uh, all. All their nominees came out for February twenty eighth or something. Right. Uh, I have seen n- none of them. Well, two. I've seen Hamilton and The Mandalorian. Hamilton. Other than that, it's a bunch of stuff I haven't seen. Yeah. Like no, I've seen none of it. It's really weird. Wait, 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 wait. <clears throat> Did you just say Hamilton got Golden Globes? And nominated. Interesting. For like. For well, what? I don't know. I didn't look. Isn't Golden Globes? Is that from like film stuff? Uh, film and TV. I think it's. I think it's the SAG. So I guess they got a nomination for what? The filming of it. Let's see. Danny's researching. If you Uh, can tell. Yeah, I mean, yes, something like that. Um. Oh, side note. Uh, uh, President Trump, ex-President Trump has announced he is withdrawing his membership from SAG. What is SAG? A Screen Actors Guild. What? Yeah. From his one time in Home Alone? No, no, he was in a couple things. Oh, wow. Interesting. I mean, like, not a lot, but... um, Hamilton, best motion picture in a musical or comedy. You know, because those two things, kind of the same... Best motion picture. In a musical or comedy. That's kind of lame. That's kind of lame. I'm sorry. It just is. I, I love Hamilton, and you right. know this. Right. Like, I'm a huge fan of Hamilton. Right. Been listening to it since I was, like, my freaking freshman year right. of high school. Well, but that was the Broadway. This is the movie. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's literally the show that was recorded. And don't... You know, I'm not discounting the expertise that went into filming that. Right. Like, it was really well done, but also, like, the filming is just like an afterthought. Yeah, correct. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, maybe there's just nothing else that came out that was, like, good. I think it's crazy how the category is in a musical or comedy. It's like, it's either funny or it had a rhythm to it. Like, what? Hey, hey, Golden Globes, are y'all okay? You want to split those two categories, maybe? Maybe drama, maybe musical, maybe comedy. But, like, it's weird that Hamilton and Borat, the subsequent movie film, are nominated for the same award. Again, 2020 was a buck-wild year, and we have to deal with this now. That is really interesting. Anyway, though, so as far as streaming, uh, kind of of the services, though, the other place we tend to check for stories is the trending page of YouTube. And guess what's going on on the trending page today? It's kind of sus. Among Us and Minecraft. <laughs> All this to say, me and Danny struggled real hard trying to think of something to talk about. So I was scrolling through and there's this new trend of doing Among Us 
in real life. And there were these, I call them positivity YouTubers because their whole message is just be positive. Yeah. And there's, it's, I've, I, I get probably irrationally upset at someone telling me Danny, to just Danny, be positive. Can you like, why don't you just like, just be positive about it? Though? All, right, all right. Smile more. Hey, Danny. Stare into the camera. Why don't you like, just be positive? <laughs> yeah. Love you guys. Yeah, and there's something about that, and I, that was and really I annoyed myself doing that. It's really it, right. It's really annoying. Like <laughs> it's important to just think about positive thing, and I, and we have stated things that are close to that, but it's just the whole just like I'm never gonna frown or anything. It just, I don't know why it makes me so mad. Just like just stop telling me to be positive. Some days are terrible. I think the the difference between us and them though is that you can't just be positive. You can't sum that or like. Um, stir that up within yourself, right? And and I think obviously, I mean, that only comes from Christ, right? Right. Like peace, and and it's not even like just look at the positive things. It's not even what Christ is telling us to do. I think there's a place to focus on those things, but mm-hmm. and it's not even being happy all the time. It's having a joy, an yeah. underlying joy. Oh yeah, but that's. The thing though, they're just talking about being happy. They're they're exactly. just like, well, just be happy. Have you tried not? I mean, it's it's the same thing as a person come up and was like, hey, I think I'm kind of depressed, and telling them, well, have you tried not? Yeah. Like, do, hey, some revolutionary advice. Turn that friend upside down, Skipper. You know, <laughs> like I'm not saying you can that, do that it would ever be okay to choke someone out. You can say the same thing did, that I, I say to my it, like, my nephew, and he's upset. I'll. I'll or just do this to any kid. It's great. And I'm sure a lot of people already do this. But like if they're like upset and frowning, you go up to them and you go, Don't smile. You better not smile right now. And right. they always crack a smile and they yeah. hate you for it. And it's the most satisfying junk right. ever. Do it. Right. Do but it like, to the children, not to adults who are actually struggling with depression though. Or or like <laughs> read the room a bit. Well yeah. I mean it's if a kid's just like, and it's like well, a not funeral. that. If it's like a funeral, don't, Jeez. don't smile. I'm not. Grandpa's dead. You know, like, don't, like, that's not a good, that's not a good time to do that. Like, that's not the best. Don't, don't smile. smile. Don't smile. Like, I, again. How dare you turn my don't smile into a very morbid thing. That's, that's what I do. Dark humor is really funny <laughs> to me. Um, I don't know. It just... You know, this constant thing of just be positive is just based in this, you, you know, materialize your own reality movement type thing that, that I think doesn't actually work. It's just going right. to drive a person insane. Yeah. And, and then at the end, they all, always followed up by going uh, and buy my merch. And and the the, the, uh, the merch and stuff, it's like, dream bigger than big. And it's like, that's no, not you just thing. directly called this guy. <laughs> no, I've seen it with a few people. Oh, not wow. just him. But it's like the same slogans. It's the same kind of thing. It's like a dreams, big dreams, and hopes. And what does like, that even mean? It doesn't mean anything. That's the thing. But trying to say like it's possible to manifest our own understanding of 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 creation is just us playing God and ignores the fact of that there are days that life is just really hard some days mm-hmm. and I'm not going to be happy. Um, right. And there's that difference between happy and joy, but I think just telling people just be happy and focus on positive because then everything's going to get better kind of ignores a lot of different things that are a part of uh, faith. I mean, um, the passage in John, uh, a chapter uh, 16, uh, 31 through 33, do you want to, Read that first, Caleb. Yes. Jesus answered them, Do you now believe? Behold, the hour is coming. Indeed, it has come. When you will be scattered, each to his own home, and will leave me alone. Yet I am not alone, for the Father is with me. I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. So, I mean, this is not the think positive message that comes up often. This is actually, yeah, there's going to be a time that you're going to be alone and things are going to be hard 
and in that take heart mm-hmm. uh i think i think that's the 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 better message of and and honestly one of my uh, favorite passages in the bible is uh that there but it's the take heart because it's already been defeated the bad right. has already been defeated and i think yeah. being That's able good. to uh, to not just go well in this world you will have tribulations but just be positive and you'll be able to ha- to dream the happiness and manifest the secret in your life is is just such a corruptive corrosive uh, message because it doesn't actually yeah, it's I not think, achievable. I think it might seem like it might seem achievable, and it might seem like this thing that is good, mm-hmm. and it might even be sustainable for a period of time for you, sure. But it's not going to last a all. day. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. and I think that that's like once again, like Jesus doesn't promise us this perfect, happy life, but like you said, he tells us to take heart because he is in control of everything. He's already mm-hmm. he's already won, and I think. The only way you can truly have joy is if you recognize mm-hmm. your identity in Christ and recognize who God is mm-hmm. um, and what he's already done. And in that, you'll know that although this thing may be happening or that thing may be happening, that God is in that and that no matter what, it is, it is, it's done and it's finished. Yeah. There's I mean, there's this this idea that you know people come to Christ and everything is fine and that's yeah. the opposite of the thing that right. actually happens. The, yeah. the amount of times the biblical promises stuff's gonna get bad, but there there is a profound amount of hope because Christ has already overcome. Mm-hmm. I think that's the bigger message going on, and not that people are 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 capable of dreaming in their own positivity or that I can just be happy, but that there's a joy that's deeper than just trying to be happy. Um, that goes much deeper than people think it does. It's, it's, it's the joy that comes out of being in the presence of God that fuels our happiness, even in the face of nasty, terrible times. I mean, um, I've done, what are we up to now? I've done thirteen funerals in the past three hundred sixty-five days. Mm-hmm. I've been I've been a part of thirteen funerals, and some have been happier than others, to be honest. And it's a a weird thing at first to go through a funeral and to watch people joyful. Mm-hmm. Um, it's strange at first, and then they start to talk about the person. And, and there's just this understanding that this person is with Jesus now. Yeah. And although it's it it almost comes off as end as as I want to be that person almost that right they're in a better place. Not to sound cliche, but they're in a better place, and bringing them back would just be kind of selfish. Right. And watching people experience joy in the face. Of a funeral is a really beautiful moment because mm-hmm. um, I don't think there's things that are scarier or or more of a trial than watching people that you care about die. Right. But to uh, watch people endure that and, and still go, this is hard and God is good. That's a beautiful place to be yeah and god I think, is in my tears right and i think it's it's interesting i mean and obviously it depends like if the person mm-hmm. isn't a believer it's not going to be it's not going to be uh yep that was the sad one happy yeah of a thing and, yeah and it's uh i mean it's rough like i mm-hmm. think that that's that's the type of funeral no one wants to go to and i think obviously i mean like going to you know, a funeral where that person had a relationship with Christ and they, and you know that they're in mm-hmm. heaven yeah. and they're with God, yeah. their best friend. Like, that's, that's so cool. Right. But yeah, I think it's definitely, I mean, it's just a reminder. I think funerals are, um, are just a great reminder 
for life in general that God mm -hmm. has it in control. And right. although like something maybe like that is like the worst thing in life, probably. I mean, like mm -hmm. death, like the end of someone's right. life is probably the most scary and uncertain and just awful thing that can uh -huh. happen. But when you're in Christ, it's just completely flipped. And it's not like it yeah. isn't sad. It's not like it isn't those things anymore. Mm -hmm. But you know what happened. You know that they're not dead. You know that yeah. they're very much alive. And, and I think that that is just a great reminder for in general in life with this verse. Like what it's talking about is that God has restored and is actively redeeming everything. Yeah. And well, well, what isn't in the process of it is right. already done. Yeah. I and, have already overcome the world. Right. Yeah. And so we know that he's in control, even though, and this is the thing that we have to wrap our head around, which is the hard part, I think, of being a Christian is that what our um, view of success or what our view of, um, of just like a good thing happening in life is not always, you know, what God's plan is. And just because something may seem really sucky, it might actually be the best thing that ever happened to you. Right. Like, and you just don't even know it yet. So I think in order for us to, you know, truly um, feel the joy that mm -hmm. Christ brings us, mm -hmm. there has to be trust and there has to right. be, uh, yeah, I mean, trust in right. who God is and that he's already done right. what he said he did. And, and not to come off as too a macabre uh but there is a beauty that comes out of understanding the, the joy that comes in sorrow mm -hmm. um there there's a a beauty to that that if if a person can find joy in the middle of sorrow then there's there's a a a, a person Averance to them that can't be overcome because they found it at the bottom, right? And 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 there isn't anything under the bottom. They found it at the lowest point they could, um, and and still are praising God in the midst of that. But mm -hmm. I think, especially funerals, funerals make people super uncomfortable uh, mm -hmm. because all of us are struggling through our own mortality. The the only person that isn't uncomfortable at a, at a funeral is the dead guy. Mm -hmm. um, you know, one way or another, he at least has closure. Uh, like, yeah. I mean, and, and that's kind of the thing that people, they tend to say the dumbest stuff ever in the middle of a funeral. It's like, Jesus just needed another angel. No, he didn't. And no, and no, they aren't. Um, yeah. And it's, but also that's not the place to address bad theology. If someone comes up and says just like, I'm just glad my baby is now an angel in heaven. That's not the time to, well, actually it, you know, like yeah. actually he's actually. just going to get a new human body, you know, like that. That's do your theology beforehand. Just that's not the time. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, I mean like the, the most simple and kind thing that you can say. Mm -hmm. And I think it obviously depends on your level of mm -hmm. of trust with that person in your relationship um but i think the best thing that you can say if you don't know what to say or even if you do know what to say i think this is just the best thing you can say mm -hmm. it's just i'm sorry Free and i loss. love you yeah and yeah that's it yeah there there was um i th well i think people's urge to say dumb stuff is based in I think it's 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 a mixture of a good place and a selfish place that we watch a person that is in pain and hurting and want them to not be there and I think it's partially because of of a good cause of hey a friend of mine is hurting but also because I'm not comfortable with you hurting mm -hmm. and there's a a hint of it that to be honest is kind of selfish that yeah. I need you to not be here because it makes me uncomfortable. And and, and so that's part of the thing that people tend to say, like, it, it's okay, it's fine, don't worry about it, everything's going to be okay. It's like, yeah, yeah, that, that sure, that could even be true, but just right. give it a minute. I mean, uh, a, a past friend of mine, Pastor David, um, Mm -hmm. He he told me a story about this guy 
the 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 hospital chaplain he was called in be, because these uh, people there. I think their brother died or someone pretty close and they were really upset and just kind of screaming very hysterical so they called in the chaplain to kind of try and calm things down the doctors right. did and and chaplain comes in and and they're just crying on the floors but but like loud crying yeah and and he goes over to him and and he kind of just it gets next to him and um and just cries alongside them, and kind yeah. of the, the the doctor was saying like, "Aren't you supposed to be making this calmer?" And and he was trying to tell him like, "What do you want? Their brother just died. Yeah, G- give him a minute." Right. So, uh, but because of of taking time to actually care about them, of of taking time to to get down on their end to cry with them, they started to calm down because it was uh, it was kind of a shared pain. Right. It was a a putting a bit of the burden on another person instead of needing to carry it on my own. Yeah. I think that's great. And that's something that like a lot of us deal with that we never would admit, you know, but mm-hmm. I think that, that is a very common feeling that like right. I'm uncomfortable, whether it's like a loss or just anything. Like it right. can be like something in life that they're going through and they might just be in like a, a not that great of a mood or whatever. Right. But like you can't lose sight that like that people need to just deal with stuff, right? And and if they say that they want advice from you, mm-hmm. then sure, give it. But like, right. don't cease to like invite them to stuff, right? Or hang out with them, right? Or just be there, like uh, like you're saying, just be there with them. You know, yeah. like you don't have to say anything. Yeah, you know. Um, you and can't th- make it better some days. And I'm saying this as like, that, that's something I always need to hear because that's something mm-hmm. I deal with a lot is just like not knowing how to deal with mm-hmm. um, people who are hurting or who, you know, just need someone there. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel like I need to like fill that void with uh, with speech. With speaking, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is not uh, yeah. true. And and it may feel awkward, sure, but mm-hmm. like it's not, and you know. See, I'll I'll be honest. That's the thing I kind of struggle through too. I mean, I'm a I ironically um, a professional speaker, mm-hmm. like in that I am paid to speak, like I'm paid to teach to do those kinds of things. And so, as far as instinct and training goes, my initial instinct is going to be teaching instead of presence um and that's the thing i have to fight actually very difficult uh, battles in order to do and if as i uh actually this happened again a few days ago or something uh, a person brought up a thing to me and i started to just answer it and then i stopped and went hold on i'm sorry right now do you you need an ear or an answer Mm -hmm. and that question although comes off as rude because it's like I can't read the situation. Right. I'm asking it because I can't read the situation. Like yeah. I honestly don't know. And if it's just an ear, that's going to change how I answer it, um, or not how I answer it, but it's going to change the thing. And if and in in kind of the presence, I'm going to be more present than trying to problem solve. Right. Um, and I think understanding when to do that, and if it's not clear. Maybe find a better way of asking, but this has worked for me because there have been times people uh, people have said, um, I just need someone to listen to me. And I'm like, cool. Now, granted, also, there have been times that someone said, I just need someone to listen to me. And then they got deep into it. And I'm like, yeah, nah, I'm using my override card because right. you're making some very self-destructive choices that yeah. I don't get to not call you out on. Right. Um, but understanding that there's a time to just to shut up i mean like yeah it's really hard in uh romans 12 of 14 through 16 tells us that bless those who persecute you bless and do not curse them rejoice with those that rejoice and weep with those that weep live in harmony with one another do not be haughty but associate with the lowly and never be wise in 
your own sight. And this is part of the whole um, kind of like positivity type of a vibe thing of 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 being able to go like, there's a friend of mine who is trying to celebrate. I need to honor that and be with them in the celebration. Or there's a friend of mine that is that is going through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need to be present in that. If you come up to me and say, "Hey, I'm 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 pumped. I have a uh, I have a new job. It pays two hundred thousand dollars a year, and it's great. And I'm I'm going to be able to afford all these things and all these you, you know all this stuff. And then I go like, "Yeah, but have you solved the hunger crisis globally? Like that's not yeah. rejoicing with someone who's rejoicing. And if you're coming to me and saying is like. I'm I'm kind of depressed and sad. Then this isn't the time to say. But have you seen my new car, though? That'll make you happy. Yeah. Um, those are just very selfish things to do. Right. Yeah, I think that's that's a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that is definitely a common conflict. Right. Is that like we we just because something sad is going on, not even directly with us all the time, mm-hmm. that we feel like that person who is rejoicing shouldn't be rejoicing. Right. You know, that's right. just like so backwards. Right. Why aren't you talking about my thing? Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that like, we think someone else can't be joyful because mm-hmm. someone else is going through something is ridiculous. Right. Um, I think that there's like a time for both and, and, <laughs> um, and I think that, Sorry, I got a notification for all you audio people <laughs> on my computer. That's why I brain farted. But like, yeah, there's a time, like, like it said, there's a time to mm-hmm. rejoice and there's a time to weep. And and just because one person is going through something doesn't mean that you should like shove your problems mm-hmm. on. Not that, but like shove right. someone else's problems. Like I right. feel like that there's basically like let people, like what this is saying is come alongside people right. with these things that are going on in their life. Right. Uh, be em- empathetic and actually aid one another. I I th- I think is a big part because there I, uh, there is a difference between just trying to be haughty and uh, trying to just tell people, "Well, no, I need you to be happy for this because it's my thing." And that I mean there is a selfishness that can come out of that. Uh but but at the same time, it's 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 to be present in the details of each other's stuff because each other's stuff is actually very important. It's it's part of our bonding together in the unity of Jesus Christ that mm-hmm. if I'm with Christ, then a thing that Caleb is going through is something I'm going through, good or bad, that we are bonded together as brothers in that. Right. And if Caleb is upset and sad, then I am upset and sad. Uh, and if I'm pos- if if I'm going through a positive thing, then Caleb is also going through a positive thing. But there isn't if it, if all of us are bonded in Christ, then there isn't a thing that I get to go through that Caleb or anybody else in the body of Christ doesn't. And it's a matter of being present and opening up our stuff to each other in order to glorify God in the process. Mm-hmm. And I mean, even as Romans keeps talking about. Um, don't be haughty, but associate with the with people kind of under our status and people under all that. Um, it's it's kind of a thing of of just not trying to climb up and be a better influencer, be a better this, be this, mm-hmm. but actually care about the common everyday person. Right. Yeah. It's definitely a good verse. Mm-hmm. And bless those who persecute you, which is like, yeah. The biggest of oofs. That right. one's hard. Ble- it doubles down like bless and do not curse them. Because, you know, we've all tried to bless someone in the face with a brick. Um, Dear Lord, I, I pray you would heap blessings of coal upon their heads. Yeah. That they might know your burning fire. You know, like, yeah. Like, no. And I think it becomes easier to do. It's not easy for me. I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm speculating here. <laughs> I think this it becomes, allegedly becomes simpler, easier. Like easier when you just have a right view mm-hmm. of of God and and you. Like when you know that, 
Like when you're being persecuted and you have that person who you just do not like, uh-huh. it's typically because they're rubbing against you some way and mm-hmm. rubbing against either your ego right. or um, just something. And, and that's, I'm even like, willing when, to give, they might genuinely be an annoying person. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm willing to concede that. Like, sure. But yeah. like when you have a true, when you are truly relying on Christ in life and you are able to, to know um, that like he is in control, going back to mm-hmm. the other verse, mm-hmm. like I feel like you're able to bless right. those people who right. persecute you better because you genuinely don't right. care anymore. Right. Like, because it's not like they're going to crush you in any way. You right. know that God is in control, whether like they're right. um, saying something about your reputation or whatever. Right. Um. So, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> the, I've never felt the reputation. Well, I mean, it, it's it's Super Bowl weekend, essentially, as, as this comes out. And I can't think of a better time for like, if the other team wins, granted, I think you know the Bucks fans and the Chief fans you're both just happy to be there let's be honest they're good teams this year though sure they are um <laughs> uh-huh. but but i mean yeah there's been days that there's there's this weird rivalry between them of like no we're our team our team's better and there's like in other sports they've burned down parts of towns because of the rivalry and that kind of thing and and that is so antithetical to the gospel for many reasons one of them being it's a game yeah it's a game it's just a, just throw a ball good throw a ball good but um throw and catch ball. if 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 that other person even if we disagree on the smallest thing of even a sports team if their team one, I need to congratulate them, right? Because they're excited and happy about that, and they they need to have enough empathy to come back and say, "Hey, I'm sorry that your team didn't, even though they played hard and are at the top of their game, or didn't get coronavirus, and that's how they both ended up in the. That's how they both ended up in the Super Bowl. Let's just be honest. You think so? Well, Tom Brady bought his way in. I have mean, you he ever bought the Bucks, but paid attention to football. Besides this past yes week yes I yes do you actually I I pay quasi attention to football I don't pay massive attention I don't tell you sports stats but no I do pay attention I don't know about that I pay attention to the uh, to 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 the stories that are sports adjacent Mm. because they're funny don't even know what that means as in it's not about the stats of the players but. I mean, the stories about the stuff the players do and the crazy things that happen alongside them, those I pay attention to. Right. They're fun to me. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I, I mean, but that is the thing people try and kind of split over and in, in actuality just have empathy towards each other on both ends. If I'm going through a hard thing, be empathetic to my hard thing. If I'm going through a positive thing, be empathetic to my positive thing. Yeah. And I'm—I mean, granted, there are some boundaries of that. If I come back and say, like, "Dude, I got a sale on cocaine," okay, don't be, <laughs> don't be like, "Hey, I'm really, I'm, I'm really excited about your economic purchase." Like, no, you can call that out. You can yeah. call it that sin. Yeah, I think just overall, I mean, when we are interacting with our brothers and sisters in Christ, I feel like we should just understand like how special that relationship is Mm -hmm. there's nothing else in this world that connects us more than jesus and when you find another person who loves jesus like that should be a very special thing and those should be people who are very dear Mm -hmm. to you in life yeah and and i think that in that like being grateful and and focusing on god through all of that and sharpening each other Mm -hmm. like a lot of this will just flow naturally right um and I think just overall, like Christianity and life, I mean, me and Danny were kind of talking before. I don't even know if you said that I could bring this up, but I mean, well, I mean, not so I could bring it up. Danny's not my I boss. Appro- well, I mean, he is kind of, <laughs> um, I'm bankrolling, but it's kind of related. Say, so I'm going yeah. to, but like, yeah. I feel like, um, we as Christians, especially in like, um, you know, better parts of the world, uh, especially America, like are viewed as we just view each other as like these people who just go mm. to church and that's right. Yeah. You know, it's just 
Danny's that person that I know from church and you know, all these, my different friends are just people I know from church. And, and that's what like a lot of unbelievers view us as, but like understanding that, like, I, I think I start to slip into that all the time as well, mm-hmm. just because it's what you hear so often that like, right. Oh, and you even say it to people who aren't right. Christians. Like, oh yeah, it's my friend from church. But right. like, or really, Oh, this is my church family and you never talk to each other. Yeah. Yeah. But like understanding the significance of, and just like the miracle even of mm-hmm. your church family and, and your friends there that like, those aren't just friends that like, those are your brothers and sisters yeah. in Christ. And that's the most important thing in, in right. life. Like right. Jesus is our lives. Right. Like, and, and for him to unite us to other people is so cool we're no longer separate groups of people anymore it's not jews and gentiles we're one big family mm-hmm. and we get to come alongside each other and look towards christ and and exalt him so i think just like a challenge for myself lately mm-hmm. and i guess for you guys too is just like how can you view your brothers and sisters in christ um like how can you start being more grateful for those relationships and truly sharpening each other in them but yeah oh that's good that's good so that is our question to you guys we want to hear from you how can you start to actually treat the brothers and sisters in christ as actual brothers and sisters in christ Mm -hmm. instead of just casual attendees that you see each other once a week for an hour yeah where a lot of it is no talking um depending on the church yeah so, all right, as far as like talking back in church, since I brought it up, there's a certain amount of talking back in church that I have experienced both. Oh, I've, I've been all over the spectrum. There's the, the congregation gives you nothing. Now, he, do, pastors enjoy a little bit of feedback, not kind of like, oh, that's a good point, pastor. You made a really good point. No, no, that that's too much. But, I mean, if if especially for white people who are doing like, mm, mm. Mm-hmm. That that's actually a good indication to the pastor that he's on the right track there or has said something great. On the other end is the talking way too much. Hey, that's a great point there, Pastor Jerry. Keep it up. Uh, a friend of mine got asked a question in the middle of a sermon. What? I'm like, nah, no, nah, homie. Nah, homie. You just keep on preaching. Like, I, I've, I've taught teens and children so there are very few things that will, will throw me off that's crazy um, i'd love in, to win in the middle that. of a sermon oh no it's it's uncomfortable because he know it, it it wasn't fun questions either it it was challenges it's like okay first of all i wouldn't do it because i know that man and he's definitely smarter than you he's smarter than me he scares me like i'm a smart dude uh uh this this uh, friend of mine scares me like mm-hmm. i won't i won't challenge him on things because like no he probably knows like <laughs> he's smarter than me so that's funny. um yeah and someone's like well but i think this this is like bud you're in the front row <laughs> um no no it's just kind of a funny story because like i don't break in the middle of sermons because i've taught under children and teens who are just never focusing anyway so most distractions i can either um, build into the sermon or just ignore altogether. Mm-hmm. There have been a couple of cases that um, it just threw me off and I, I I lost my footing. I mean, it was all in good fun too. Right. Um, I was trying to make the point of, of, of being able to trust in the things God has done. And I made the, the point of thing like, I can't claim that I'm this pinnacle of human achievement, you know, that's gotten here on uh, my own. I am the product of standing on the shoulder of giants. Mm-hmm. Now, beautiful part of, of the whole sermon, but I made this part, I kind of got through that first part of, I can't claim I'm this pinnacle of human achievement and, and a person, God bless her. She's so awesome. She's, she's, she's a great person. Um, she, she, she kind of chuckled at that mm-hmm. and I just I just stopped and went that's not funny and it's just like to like give the you know it was a funny moment because everyone heard her chuckle and I'm like that's not a joke and I'm like nah, I just ruined the whole thing and yeah. it's like I gotta back up and ease my way back into it but anyway um, I don't yeah. know why I got there I just really wanted to tell that story there's no point to it it just made me laugh um, yeah 
But our big question is, how can all of us treat the body of Christ as brothers and sisters in Christ and not just casual people? And, Caleb, if they're interested in answering that, where can they go to do that? You can go to thegospeloutpost.com slash nobody special, and there's a form there where you can either ask us questions or say hello. We appreciate both. And you can also um, go to... Wow, I'm blanking. Oh, you can find us at Nobody Special Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. That's the one. (laughs) And you can ask us questions there, whether that's DM or commenting, or say hello the same ways. And also, last but not least, there is YouTube. And you can comment there and ask us questions, and you can see our our faces that God has given us. I'll just put it... Just put it that way. Yipes. Very neutral. Yipes. God has given us these faces. Which are the product of the fall. (laughs) Uh, That's maybe the most self-deprecating thing I've said in a long time. Oh, wow. Uh, And by the fall, I mean my parents dropped me as a baby. (laughs) It was a long fall. Down the stairs. Just bounce, 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 bounce. Uh, That's dark, and I apologize, but... Um, no, Caleb, I do appreciate everyone who tunes into the show and uh, tells friends we, we don't spend a lot of money on getting our name out there and no just money. do it for the enjoyment. We, mm, no, yeah, that's correct. No money. Uh, so anytime any any person says, hey, I know this good podcast. It's called Serial. Have you heard of it? Also, there's this other podcast named Nobody Special. We appreciate those uh, uh, a ton. I, I guess people yeah. don't listen to Serial anymore. They haven't really done anything new. Serial? Yeah. Who shouted us out? Hmm? Someone shouted us out? No. Goodness, no. Oh. So Serial, what, I was making a podcast joke. Oh. We're like, hey, I know this good podcast. Also, I know this podcast named Nobody Special. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, that's us. That's us. So if, anyway, if that. We if we even make it to that slot. We, we appreciate anytime people do that so yeah yeah for thanks sure. thanks everyone for tuning in yes well caleb i think that's gonna do it for us today so i'm danny and i'm caleb and we are nobody, nobody special, special.